Hi, friends. Thanks for tuning in to the Proverbs 31 Ministries podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Brock, and I am here with my co-host, Kaylee Olson. Well, hey, Meredith. Today's episode is just a little different, but I'm excited to share with my friends what they're going to hear. I know after years of working at Proverbs 31, sometimes just getting to sit with Lisa Turkers in a meeting, I always whip out my phone and take notes. You know what that's like, yes, right? Absolutely. Because it's like she, she just spews little nuggets of wisdom, uh-huh. and um, they just stick with me. And so, you guys, if you have ever wanted to just listen to Lisa Turkers share with her heart in a very conversational way. Mm-hmm. This is your episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm so excited about it because Lisa is going to speak to the struggles you might be facing in the middle of a hard season. And this episode is going to be really, really encouraging for you guys. That's right. Our friend Shay Tate, who you guys have heard from her before, sat down with Lisa to ask her a few questions about a special project she's been working on, a devotional called Seeing Beautiful Again. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that Lisa's story of redemption is so powerful, but the journey to get there was not easy. It was mm-hmm. very very hard. This conversation is a reflection of what Lisa chose to do in the midst of that struggle in order to be able to see beautiful again. Mm-hmm. She'll answer questions like how to hold space for both sorrow and celebration mm-hmm. at the same time and what to do when we feel like God is far away and advice for getting into God's word on the hard days, which I don't know about you, but I've had some hard days and it's hard to get into God, God's word on those hard I know, days. <laughs> I know, but I mean, even hearing from her be so honest about her own experience experience in mm-hmm. that just just it's comforting yeah. because um, sometimes you listen to somebody on the podcast or you see somebody like Lisa who is this great like figure yeah. of faith but you but think she, they have it all together no, all the time yes, right yes yes and um, I love how honest she is but um, before we let you guys listen to their conversation we want to tell you about two things so we just mentioned the devotional seeing beautiful again and before it releases on March 30th mm-hmm. of 2021 if you're listening to this sometime in the future before then, if you pre-order it, you'll get access to some really cool things like a never-before-heard episode of Therapy and Theology, which you guys love and we love around here too. Second thing is we know Easter is right around the corner and our team has pulled together some great resources to make this season even more special. And if you're a parent, there are resources for your kids, but I know as an adult, I'm always looking for ways to keep Easter more fresh and Mm -hmm. meaningful in my life, just to not let it get stagnant, you know? And so the Easter collection um, has great resources in there for you as well. And it's live today at p31bookstore.com. All right, friends, here is the conversation with Lisa Turkhurst and Shay Tate. Hi, I'm Lisa Turkers. Thanks so much for being with us today. This is my good friend and teammate, Shay Tate. Hi, everybody. So, Shay, we've been working on a project Mm -hmm. for a pretty long time. A while. (laughs) Where um, I went into my personal journal Mm -hmm. and then also some favorite pieces and parts of my past couple of books. It's not supposed to be this way and forgiving what you can't forget. And some letters, some very private, personal um, straight to the reader's heart mm-hmm. letters that I've written. And we put them all in a new devotional called Seeing, <laughs> Seeing Beautiful, Beautiful Again. Again. Yes. So I'm really excited about this project. And so Shay, I knew you had some questions that mm-hmm. you wanted to ask me, and I think you'll enjoy this discussion. Yeah. So I just wanted to sit with you today and ask you some questions that I would love to know, or I think our friends at home would love to know, since this devotion really is like a personal extension out of your own journal. And so um, I know we just said the title, but it's called Seeing Beautiful Again. So how did you decide on this title? And what does that phrase, Seeing Beautiful Again, mean to you? Such a good question. So in 2019, my word for the year Mm -hmm. was beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted to take a look at 
being more intentional with finding beauty, seeing beauty, mm -hmm. choosing a beautiful perspective and creating beauty for friends and family. And so that word became such a filter through which I looked at life. And I did it because I usually like to choose a word for the year and that one just seemed appropriate for that year. But what happened is I noticed the more beautiful things I looked for, the more beautiful perspectives I desired to see, the more beauty that it felt like was all around me. Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, it's not because my circumstances have changed. It's not because suddenly people all around me were, you know, just acting in perfect ways. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that all of my relationships suddenly just became amazingly beautiful. And it, right. it was, it was the intentionality mm -hmm. of wanting to find beauty. And when you look for it, you start to see it. It reminds me of that verse in Matthew chapter five, verse eight, that says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean blessed is that perfect person. Mm -hmm. It means blessed is that person who desires to see God for then they certainly will. And it's not that we see God's physical form, mm -hmm. but we start to see evidence of God's faithfulness in more clear ways. Yeah. And that's really what happened with beautiful. I just started to see it more clearly than ever before. Mm -hmm. And I thought more people need to learn how to see beautiful again. Yeah, I love that. And I love how you already said what I was going to say is that seeing beautiful, um, a prerequisite for seeing beautiful is not that your circumstances are perfect or that your life is tidy, but just that there's intentionality around what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So I love that. That's so good. Okay. So one of the promises you have for us as readers in this new devotional is that we will gain healthier ways to process our pain and learn to see our situations through truth-based perspectives. I love that. So what are one of those truth-based perspectives maybe that you've been clinging to or have, or that has been the most helpful to you maybe recently? Well, in the book, I wrote one of the devotions was about being at a speaking engagement. And um, one of the questions I got during the Q&A portion was this gal raised her hand and just said, why is God doing nothing? Mm -hmm. She was in a really hard circumstance. And I very much related to the angst mm -hmm. of her question. Right. And so I don't even know where the answer came from, except I think I naturally just have gone through so many hard things that I've naturally trained my brain to remember even when it seems that God is doing nothing to remember, we don't serve a do nothing God. Mm -hmm. God is always working behind the scenes. Right. And sometimes we have to remember God does his best work sometimes in the unseen. Mm -hmm. And so there's always going to be gaps in our life where we don't really understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. And I am training my brain not to fill in the gaps instead of filling in the gaps and making assumptions about what God is or is not doing, I let the gaps sit there and I see that as a space for grace where I need to invite God in. God isn't trying to be far off, distant and mysterious. He doesn't want to be explained away. God wants to be invited in. Mm -hmm. So when there's gaps in understanding or there's a day where I think, where are you, God? Right. Why aren't you doing something about mm -hmm. this? You promised to be there for me, but I don't feel like that you are there for me. I stop myself and say, God is never a do nothing God. Mm -hmm. I'm going to 
take this unknown and instead of making assumptions, I'm going to fill this space with grace and prayer. Yeah, that's so good. And I love how you talk about even though we're seeing beautiful or we're trying to see beautiful, there definitely is an element of the unseen work of God in that. And so I love that phrase, God is not a do nothing God. That's one of my favorites. So um, one of the devotionals in Seeing Beautiful Again talks about how we can hold both sorrow and celebration in both of our hands at the same time. Can you tell me a little bit about what that means? Sometimes I think we're in seasons where we define it as this is a season of sorrow, Mm -hmm. this is a season of celebration. And we kind of think we have to choose one or the other. But what God has really been teaching me is our days, our experiences, our situations, Mm -hmm. our seasons can be both and. They can be Mm -hmm. both a season of sorrow and a season of celebration, and they can coexist together. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I wrote about in the book was, you know, sometimes when we go through hard times and maybe we've had a relationship that disintegrated um, and then we're walking through our house and we see a picture Mm -hmm. of that person. It could be a best friend. Mm -hmm. It could be a romantic relationship that fell apart. It can even be a marriage that fell apart. Mm -hmm. It, It can be so many different things. And so it used to be that we would see this picture of this person. It would be like, oh man, look at this fun time we had. But if the relationship disintegrates or that person walks away, we can look at that picture and just feel like, okay, that's no longer a picture of celebration. That's a picture of sorrow. It can almost feel like our pain of today needs to go back and rewrite the history of yesterday. Mm -hmm. And it stings. And it stings Mm -hmm. and it hurts. And then we don't know what to do with these pictures. Mm -hmm. So what I'm a big advocate for is your memories Mm -hmm. are your memories. And if it was a season of celebration, then you can still enjoy the celebration and you don't have to go back and tear up the picture. It's your choice. If you want to put the picture away, then put the picture away. Mm -hmm. But if that picture meant something good and beautiful to you, leave it there because you get to choose what you do with your memories. You don't have to let pain rewrite the memories of the past. That's so good. And not just your memories from the past, right? It can be what's happening today. That's right. I could probably have multiple sorrow and celebration moments even before lunch sometimes, you know? That's right. And I think holding both of those at the same time, that both and perspective um, is just something that's been so freeing for me to not have to put yourself in a box as like you said, an all sorrow season or an all celebration season. Yeah. And how that can play out. It's like, you know, things, you can have a series of things that happen before 8 a.m. And you're (laughs) like, this is a bad day. Exactly. Well, no, the day's not bad. Right. The situations may have not been pleasant. Right. But this isn't denying your feelings. Mm -hmm. However, it's realizing your feelings are indicators, not dictators. They can indicate, yes, there's some hard things I need Mm -hmm. to tend to, but they don't have to dictate today is a bad day. Mm -hmm. And you can still intentionally find beautiful, even in this day, Mm -hmm. that some hard things happened early on. Today is a gift. And that's what God said. And so we just need to approach it as if I'm going to look for the gift of today. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. So we've talked a lot about um, ourselves maybe being in hard or hurtful situations, but let's shift a little bit to talking about maybe a friend that's in a really hard season or a heartbreaking season or just going through some devastation. So is there a way that we can actually bring beautiful into their lives or help them see beautiful? Or maybe um, you could share a memory or um, something that someone did for you that really helped you see beautiful when you were in that really hard place. I would say one of the best things that 
someone did for me when I was in a really hard place is they chose to listen and restrain from giving advice. Wow. Now, if I ask for their advice, then <laughs> yeah. that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the greatest gift of beautiful you can give to somebody is to listen. And then when they share hard things, just to look at them and say, I believe you. Mm-hmm. And maybe even then ask them, say, hey, what is something that would make your day a little brighter, mm-hmm. a little more beautiful today? Now, they're probably not going to say like, oh, if you brought me flowers, you know, <laughs> yeah. because that can feel a little presumptuous. Right. But you can ask the question like, hey, what I, I sent a text message to a friend just today. Mm-hmm. She's going through um, some surgery yeah. on Friday. And I asked her, um, OK, if someone was going to do something kind right. for you. Would you rather have chocolate, flowers, <laughs> or uh, what was the last one? Or like a massage um, uh, certificate, like uh-huh. a gift certificate to go do something yeah. like a massage or manicure, like pedicure, or whatever. And of course she said, oh no, you don't have to do anything. And I'm like, okay, you're right, I don't. But if someone if were going to, to do that. Right. And so it gave her an opportunity to say, wow, chocolate. That, that's the best way to love so on me. And so I think, again, listen with intentionality. Mm-hmm. Don't always feel the pressure that you have to solve their problems or yeah. give them the ultimate advice. Because sometimes that great thing you can do for somebody is just to say, I believe you. Yeah. Another thing that you've said before um, is having a friend that will pray more words for you than they're speaking to you or about you. And I think that goes hand in hand with the listening ear. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Okay. So when so many of us are going through a hard time um, and with this being a devotional, so it's kind of like a tool for daily time with God, when you're in a really hard season, it can feel so um, tiresome or really just challenging to get into God's word at all. And so if someone is in that place today, what would you say to them, um, maybe about this devotional or just in general, how can we get into God's word when we're just in that really tough spot? I would say, give yourself permission to make this a one or two verse day. And sometimes I'll just take a verse Mm -hmm. and I'll even just take a couple of words of that verse and I'll let my mind park there. And I just always ask myself the question, am I reading this or am I letting this read me? Because Mm -hmm. I kind of want both. I want to read God's word, then I want God's word to read me. But don't feel like you have to do deep study of a whole chapter of a Bible today. If you can, that's Mm -hmm. amazing. But if, if you're feeling worn thin, I think it's better to choose one verse then no verse. Yeah, that's so good. And you're a Bible teacher. So to hear you say that makes me feel like I can do that too. That's really great. I love that. Okay. So last question, I'd love for you to camp out in this for a little bit and give us some practical ways that maybe this has colored your world. But um, when nothing feels beautiful inside of us or around us at all, whether that is our circumstances, or maybe we're struggling with mental health, or we have a relationship that's causing a lot of grief in our life, what are some ways that we can actually experience or cultivate beauty in our life? Or maybe what are some ways that you're experiencing beauty right now all around you in unexpected ways? It's a great question. So I have decided to give myself permission to explore some of the arts that I haven't done since a very long time, you (laughs) know? And so just last week we got together and you and I painted Mm -hmm. together. 
if you read my book, it's not supposed to be this way. You know, painting became such a beautiful expression and it wasn't about the quality of art. It wasn't about creating fine art. It wasn't even about, you know, like taking the piece, framing it and putting it up in my house. But Mm -hmm. what I always do when I create some painting or drawing and y'all, I'm, I'm not like a talented artist or anything You're like pretty that. good. I don't know. <laughs> but um, I always tell myself, Lisa, the true beauty mm-hmm. in this is sending it to someone else wow. and allowing them to experience a blessing from the beauty that you've created mm-hmm. and not to be so intimidated that if it's not perfect or it doesn't look like a certain standard of quality or whatever. Yeah. And it's so funny when we painted last week, I sent the, uh, just a picture really quick to a friend whose birthday was that day. Mm-hmm. And I said, I painted this. And while I was painting it, I thought of you. Wow. And she said, this is so incredibly so special. Sweet. And it wasn't because the, it was a masterpiece. It was because of the intentionality. And that's really what brings us full circle yeah. and seeing beautiful again is just get intentional, intentional about doing things that not only make uh, you feel like you are adding to the beauty of this world, mm-hmm. but also get intentional with the perspectives that you have. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. And so if you choose to see beautiful, you will. Yeah. I love that. And I've heard that we've talked about this before, but whatever you're seeking or whatever you're looking for, if you're looking for God, you'll find him. If you're looking for love, you will find it because you're looking for it intentionally, like you're saying. And so friend, wherever you're tuning in from today, I hope that this Q&A with Lisa blessed you. And whether you are experiencing that heartbreaking season where you're in right now and you needed to hear, it's okay if you just need one or two verses to cling to today. That is enough for getting into God's word. Or maybe you have a friend like Lisa was talking about that's walking through a really heartbreaking season and you've been struggling to figure out how to be a loving friend to them during this time. I hope and pray that our conversation blessed you today. And I also want to encourage you, grab your copy of Seeing Beautiful Again. It's 50 devotions to find redemption in every part of your story. And I think it's my favorite book that you've put together yet, Lisa. Thanks Thanks for your time today. Yeah, thank you, Shay. Appreciate it. So you guys, we told you that you'd get a lot out of that conversation. Mm -hmm. So good, right, Kaylee? So, so good. I think it speaks to where so many people are right now in the middle of their hurt. And I guarantee you, every person listening right now is having to hold both sorrow and Mm -hmm. celebration in some capacity. We're all walking through hard things. And someone listening to this might be wondering if it's even possible to see beautiful again. And so I just want to take some time to encourage you right where you are with truths from God's word. Um, Just with whatever sorrow you're holding today. And so we are going to just read some truths over you guys and some scripture that goes along with it. And so I'll share the first one. This is the truth. You can be strong when you are at the end of your rope. And it's based on 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. You can hold on to the truth that your story isn't over. Psalm 139.16 says, Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when as yet there was none of them. 
Another truth is you can worship when you don't have words. Psalm 59, 16 says, but I will sing of your strength. I will sing aloud of your steadfast love in the morning for you have been to me a fortress and a refuge in the day of my distress. The truth we want you to hold on to as well as you don't have to have it all figured out. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And the last one is you can count on God to be with you in the bitter and the sweet. And this is Isaiah 43, verse 2. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, and the flame shall not consume you. Wherever you are today, we pray that these truths would sink in. Mm -hmm. Maybe today is a one or two verse day for you. Mm -hmm. Rewind just a few minutes and jot down the verses and read read through them throughout the day just to hold on to these truths. If hearing this conversation with Lisa and Shay was encouraging for you, we want you guys to get the Seeing Beautiful Again devotional because there's so much more in there. It's not just a beautiful devotional, which it actually is. The book itself is really beautiful, but it also is really incredible because of the words that are in it. Mm -hmm. If you're in a spot where you need a devotional that you can use each morning to guide you through a season of celebration and sorrow, or are looking for a way to connect more deeply with the Lord, this devotional is just right for you. It's available for pre-order now in our bookstore at p31bookstore.com, and it will release to the public to everyone on March 30th, 2021. We don't want you guys to miss out on this really great fantastic and beautiful resource. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Earlier, we also mentioned that with your pre-order, you get some great freebies like access to a brand new episode of Therapy and Theology with Lisa Turkhurst, her personal counselor, Jim Kress, who we all know and love, and our director of theological research at Proverbs 31, Joel Mutamale. You guys don't want to miss out on that. And that's all for today, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in at Proverbs 31 Ministries. We believe when you know the truth of God's word and live out that truth, it changes everything. We'll see you next time.